Welcome, everybody, for another week of Bear and Bullshit with Jason Boisneau, Corey McGee. Tonight, we are hanging out with Joel and Eric from Featherweight. Featherweight's a new hardcore band here in Timmins. We call you guys hardcore. Mm. I don't know where to like pigeonhole you guys now. Thanks for I heard pigeonholing <laughs> pigeonhole. us. Well, every band's got to be pigeonholed, right? To, to be honest, I don't think you could really pigeonhole us. That's why we wrote pop punk hardcore, um, which which I guess I guess easy core. I guess that's a thing. That's yeah. kind of a thing. easy core. That's actually a thing. But Jay, what do you think when you hear pop chords? Easy core. <laughs> I feel like I'm telling John John Core to settle down. Easy Core, <laughs> Easy Core, Easy, Easy. Yeah, you know what? I don't know what Easy Core would be. I yeah. What, what, well, like, I, a softer I feel, hardcore. Yeah, I, I was like I was I was thinking soft core, but then that's getting into a completely different <laughs> type stuff. Yeah, Emmanuel soft, in space, so. soft core punk. Think okay. Now I know we're not much like this, but think. A day to remember. They have a mix of like pop punk and hardcore. Sure. And so easy core is in. It's easy to listen to, but it's still got some hardcore elements to it. Okay, okay. So you guys got like the scream vocal on top of the the melodic stuff, and and, and I guess for like any music nerds out there, it's uh, a lot more major scale. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. no no full frontal nudity and <laughs> no no penetration. All tits, no bush. Exactly. <laughs> right, right. Like Blue Nuit. Oh, man. That, that takes me back. Blue Nuit. Oh, that was the last time don't that even, was on the air. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> Kids these days don't even know how good they have it. <laughs> it's true. Eh? These days, well, these days it's so easy to come across pornography. I know. Yeah. I mean, I used to have to find it in the nature trail when I was a kid. Uh, and it's like, really? Who it, leaves porno in the nature trails? Yeah. And it was left behind <laughs> yeah. by like some kids from two or three years ago yeah. that also went through that same rite of passage. So it was, uh, yeah, it was quite the struggle to have, uh, to, to get to our pornography when we were little kids. So that said, that was a great introduction to you guys <laughs> and your, your soft core uh, punk. Uh, but so you guys have been a band for how long now and uh, I, I think you guys have been working on your projects for, for quite some time right well yeah thing is me and Dave have been playing guitar for as long as I can remember playing guitar so oh shit man being like we learned to play guitar together <laughs> honestly so um, we lived together about for a year maybe well we just moved out a few months ago so for the year that we lived together we were writing music and so we had about three or four songs, maybe even five written before we even had a band together. Um, so we've been jamming those songs for six, seven, eight months before we even started jamming. So technically the band wasn't a band, but we were already like, we knew those songs in the back of our hand already. Um, but then we just got together with the, the boys. I mean, when Joel, uh, we saw Joel play a bunch of times and then obviously I uh, decided to give him a shout, start talking to him a little bit more. He was stoked to, to get in on the project and then we just needed a bassist and a drummer and you know, where better to look than uh, the bassist and the drummer that's in every other band. <laughs> so he just decided to go with the run-of-the-mill bassist and drummer combo. Oh, they're going to love that. They're, they're going to love that you called them <laughs> run-of-the-mill bassists and drummers. <laughs> Insert drummer here. Oh, man. So no, like, and I guess you guys kind of came together from just the, the crowd that comes out to... Um, the music, yeah, exactly. Like, a lot of music here in Timmins, right? So it's just, uh, it's it's kind of a natural thing. You tend to fraternize with, uh, yeah. I, I think it was uh, like a New Year's Eve, like last year. I drunkenly stumbled into the 
to the class and ran into Eric, and I was like, man, we got to jam together, and, you know, let's do something, you know, with some stupid drunken rambling about how I really wanted to play music. And he was sober as a judge, probably, you know? And, uh, yeah, I was like, let's let's jam, let's play together. We've, you know, we'd, we'd known each other. We started to, like, you know, talk about music a lot when he'd come to see my band play or vice versa, or we went and see other bands play, and, uh... I think it was just me persistently bugging him to jam, and finally he said, "You know, Dave and I have this project we want to do. Like, if you're on board for for singing, let's do it." And I was like, "Yeah." So we started writing. We started writing vocals. Like he said, he had about five, four or five songs already done. We uh, we got together, started writing vocals for it before we even had drummer and bass. And uh, eventually, we got to the point where we're like, "Okay, we need to." find drummer and bass so we could actually do this yeah and, actually oddly yeah. enough we got a well your cousin sebastian oh okay. called him up in cornwall and said hey look we got a cool project coming up we got a bunch of vocals written we need to we need some drum tracks no we're like we knew he had his his uh rolling electric kit there so he said well you okay. know what i'm gonna call him up see if he can just hook up a shitty old auxiliary cable to his computer and make some really terrible drum tracks just so we can you jam hear with, it, with right? the drummer basically yeah. so we decided we got we got him to record the, the first song we, we wrote <clears throat> go get him tiger and then we uh we jammed that in joel's mom's basement with 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 a with a a, a track drummer <laughs> it was fantastic um a few times and honestly basically like we were like, all right, we need a drummer. <laughs> it was so bad that we just decided never to do that again. Like, you can't look over to the drummer and say, okay, slow down, 10 dB. You know, it's just no. some computer playing in the corner. Yeah. Uh, no, man, that's a, that's a cool, like, that sounds a little different than mo- the way most bands have kind of come together. Like, obviously, you guys knew each other socially and were able to start jamming and talking about jamming and writing songs. But uh, the, this idea that, you know, you're, you were so desperate to play <laughs> to, to play not acoustic music, I guess. Yeah. So you, you, you throw a drummer uh, through, you know, through distance and uh, recording on an, on an uh, electric kit. But uh, the one thing that I did want to say, because I, I did get a chance to listen to your EP, and uh, anybody who's listening to this who hasn't checked out Featherweight's EP, self-titled? Yeah. Right? Okay. Yep. Self-titled EP on their, uh, is it featherweight.bandcamp.com? Featherweightpunk. Featherweightpunk.bandcamp.com. And uh, you can check out the EP. It's a free download. And the one thing I did notice about it, and you talked about writing vocal parts to it, is the, the harmonies. between e- Even when you're both singing clean vocals, it just sounds like outstanding. Outstanding, like dead on. I don't know if there's some little bit of cheating in the recording process on that, but there's if a little it, bit it, of pitch it, correction. There's, but, a, there's a bit. Who uses be honest? pitch correction? <laughs> Admittedly, I mean, it's it's it, you, we didn't need a whole ton of it, but there was a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie about it. No, but it was uh, it, it's it's spot on, and even the performance you guys gave on. Um, 92 Unrock, not to piss off our, our good friend Ryan Daly. I totally uh, said You guys Q92. made that fucking mistake, mistake too. <laughs> you, you mean Q92? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Q92. They're in the studio when they fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, he might have made a face behind the camera or something. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, what the fuck, guys? He, it's he, right there. It's written on every fucking sign. He gave me the finger. <laughs> well, I saw that, uh, the, the acoustic performance you guys did, and it was uh, like... Your, the melodies again just really uh it was mesmerizing uh, yeah, wasn't it yeah 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 no it was it was great and you guys really nailed all those harmonized vocals it was it was awesome i i'm really Thanks, excited to see you guys play tonight and i should mention that we are hanging out where are we hanging out here tonight <laughs> Oh, tell us where we're hanging out. All right, thanks. Thanks for... Okay, I'll do <laughs> to, the tokens. To to you. Just so I can say something. Awesome. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, like I was saying before, originally the idea of this podcast is two of us can debate and have some people on, and Corey decided this would be the you know perfect way to, I guess, wants to get a uh, know, a broadcasting career. So he's like, I'm going to take over. <laughs> I'm going to do everything. The Corey McGee Show. Jesus Christ. That, uh, that's what I've renamed it. He yeah. still thinks it's called Beer and Bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Everywhere it says Corey McGee Hour. And surprisingly, his band, LaForge, is actually McGee and the One Percenters. <laughs> Just, he hasn't told anybody that yet. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> Who are also playing here tonight? <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah, you know, no right. shit, man. Uh, well, tonight we are at the working class. On uh, I actually don't know what the address of the place is. <laughs> it's on one eighty second, second, second Avenue. One eighty second Avenue. There you go. So yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Uh, I guess doors open at nine thirty. Not like this is live, and if <laughs> people hear this, we'll know. But we were here before uh, shit gets goes down. So yeah. So quiet, yeah. if you're listening to this and it's the first time you've ever heard of Featherweight, you missed a great show and a great party, providing there's no huge disaster here tonight, like, you know, the place fucking caving in Knock or something. Wood, I guess. <laughs> then that's probably a bigger news story. Ah, <laughs> uh, laminate, whatever. There's some particle board in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wooden glue. So tell us a little bit more about the recording process and getting writing your album or your your two song EP that you guys uh, just recently put out. Uh, tell us a little more about how this whole thing kind of came together. From now, you got your songs written, you got your band together, you're ready to start getting this stuff uh, together to put out. Well, what was the process in starting to do that? Well, we we recorded drums with this horrible engineer. Yeah, fucking asshole. He was brutal. Didn't know what he was doing. Had the worst equipment. Just you know, one of those like grumpy sound guy yeah, types. Yeah, that's exactly was what just, I was gonna say. It was just brutal. Um, I heard it was a bad experience. It was a really bad experience. <laughs> I actually, Joel wasn't even. I, there. I wasn't even there. <laughs> and I'm and I'm traumatized by it. <laughs> no, we uh, we obviously obviously we did uh, we did drums with you, Corey. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot hammered. of fun. A lot of fun. Poop, in- pooped and hammered. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Scoop and Hammer Studios in uh, in my basement. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I, I I felt like it was done in pure like Corey McGee fashion. It was just rushed. Okay, guys, <laughs> we, we got four hours to set up and play three songs. And Pat, you better nail every single fucking take. <laughs> and we only, I'm going to the cottage after this. And we only recorded two. <laughs> yeah, and you only ended up with two at the in, yeah. in the end of it all. I mean, originally it started out as we just you know let's let's track some some songs, get something out as a demo. Before we knew playing. we yeah we weren't planning on putting out an EP or a full length, anything stupid like that. We haven't played our first show. Tonight's our first show. So we knew, let's get something out so people could hear us, at least get it out a little bit before the show, and, you know, so we actually look like a real band. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty fairly organic process. We, you know, we got, a, got together with you, did the drums. Um, we worked with Mike Whalen for the rest of the tracking, and he did the, the mixing, and uh, everything seemed to go pretty smooth. Like, it was actually, you know... It was a drawn out process, but we, I mean, we all work, so it's like it's not like we can get in and just mm-hmm. record the songs, finish them in one day, kind of. Yeah, thing. We had exactly. To, you know, one day we'd go in and do the drums like we did with you. The next day, or you know, a couple weeks later, we go and do the guitar, and you know, whenever we were available, we'll do the dr- the bass and then vocals and vice versa. Right? Oddly enough, the part of recording that usually takes the longest took the shortest <laughs> amount of time, um, and that's vocals. Yeah, because usually yeah. it takes really? a while to record Pat, vocals. Fuck yeah. Pat you, myself on the back for that job, one. Guys. We need a couple takes. You know, one, usually, but one take, one night is what it took, and it, it was like 
three and a half hours, which was pretty good. That's like, pretty. It, that's it, pretty it decent. Yeah, long. yeah. That For the amount of vocals that's actually in our music and the amount of things that we're doing, yeah. all the trade offs and all that, and all the timing and stuff, it, it actually was surprisingly went surprisingly well for that nice. part. Anyway. Nice. So is this like like this kind of music that you guys are playing? Is this something that you know you've always kind of been into this kind of music, or is it just uh, this is a new kind of experiment for you? Honestly, for me personally, uh, if if you'd have a look at my Spotify playlist right now, um, it's on, your own band on that spot. All this I is have you? is Featherweight. No, <laughs> no, um, it was two songs on repeat. No, but honestly, I have a mix of I have maybe a few acoustic bands and, and styles, a couple folk artists. I have a couple death metal, and then the entire like ninety five percent of my Spotify is either uh, hardcore punk, melodic hardcore. Um, stuff like Belvedere and Wilhelm Scream and stuff like that, and we're like, it's okay. Maybe maybe those songs don't sound that influenced by that, but you'll you'll hear tonight that later on we we're starting to like kind of get into our groove. It's a little more on the hardcore side, I'd say, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we're leaning more towards like a melodic hardcore kind of punk kind of genre instead of having that that pop punk kind of edge. We're gonna okay. write, you know. We're, we really want to write a few pop punk songs in between just to keep it fresh, you know, to yeah. make sure that you don't come up with all all yelling and all hardcore all the time. But um, for me, the almost the only genre of music that I listen to, it's heavily influenced by bands like Four Years Strong, um, stuff like that, where they played in the major key for their first mm-hmm. album entirely. Um, and like I said, well, I'm Scream and, uh, you know, like a lot of other bands, Mute, you know, stuff like yeah. that. It's yeah, got yeah, like yeah, that yeah. kind of, you know, fast but melodic and still has some cool riffs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. We still got some pop punk stuff going oh, on, but sure. yeah, it's, uh, it's different. For me, it was like I listened to a lot of pop punk. I'm into pop punk. I love Four Years Strong. You know, I love Belvedere like, like uh, Eric mentioned, but uh, I've never been in a pop punk band. So to write vocals <laughs> and to get into yeah. a pop punk band, it was like completely out of my comfort zone. I've only been in quote unquote hardcore or screamo bands yeah. kind of thing, right? I've, I mean, I sing and I've done a lot of singing in the bands, but 90% of the vocals I've done is screaming. And the way I write is, you know, to that type of to style, that right? Same kind of music. And uh, it was, yeah, like, I mean, Eric sings like an angel, so I had to obviously step my game up and be like, all right. I'm gonna he does have, have to, a very beautiful to, voice. He does. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. I, I listen to his voice on repeat. I cut mine out of the track, <laughs> and I just listen to him to fall asleep at night. It's just glorious. But, uh, yeah, like getting Glad into this know band. someone does that, because <laughs> I do that too. <laughs> listen to your own voice? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hire him to, like, sing to my kids so they can fall asleep. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, really, it was really different getting into this band. You know, I, I feel like now I'm getting into my, my stride. I still have the odd time where I struggle. Like, a, our newest song... I, I just, for the life of me, it was taking me forever to write, so I got Eric to help me quite a bit with it. And, uh, but uh, yeah, at first it was like definitely, wow, this is weird. Because I'm in another band, I'm in a hardcore band, and it's straight up <laughs> metalcore or hardcore, right? I mean, it's not, uh, there's no pop element yeah. to any of my other band's songs, and, uh, which is cool, which is what I kind of, why I was so happy to get into this project, because I didn't mm-hmm. want to get into another project that sounded like, the other bands yeah, that I've yeah, be, yeah. in in currently or have been in before, yeah, like, you know, it would just be boring. So, well, like you mentioned too, um, that we we have a lot of vocals or a lot of harmonies and stuff. And something that Joel mentions a lot is that it's it's extremely extremely refreshing to play in a band where there's another vocalist mm-hmm. um, that's that that can keep a tune um, because first of all, everybody knows that 
you need more than one voice in a band for it to be like li- a live band. I That's mean, a lot. Nope. You don't <laughs> nope. need it. You don't I, need I it. I don't even put up any other mics for anybody else to say <laughs> anything. Never true. mind. Never you mind. Singer. You just do that because Dude, Mitch is a off. better singer than you, <laughs> and you Mitch know is. it. That's very true. <laughs> Mitch is a better singer. The thing is, is that that's the thing. But like, I mean, it's not necessary, but it does fill up the sound quite nicely. And the thing is, for pop punk, that kind of style, yeah. if you want to make it complete, if you want to be a live band that's good that you're yeah. proud of, put one vocal in there. It's okay. Uh, it's like the first time we saw We Were Sharks. We saw them at Heart of Gold. Yeah, they had a brand new lineup, six members, crowded stage. Hard show to play when it's your first time playing with a new band. You see them the first time, they had one vocalist, and he was doing everything. Now, with the second time we saw them upstairs, they had all of the harmonies, and the show was just so much better. Oh, it just, yeah? It filled everything out so nicely. You got everything they had on the record almost, you could hear it. Nice. And that was nice. And they all kind of rotate through like three different singers to do the harmonies. So that, that's something that, first of all, as a singer, I've always been in bands where I've fronted. I've always been in bands where I was the guy who was singing all the time yeah. and who I either had you know a couple vocals here and there to help me out or none at all. Yeah. And when you got that kind of like, not just, it's not pressure because I still sing a hell of a lot in this band, but when you got only your your vocals to rely on to carry the whole tune, you feel like there's a lack there's a lack in your instrument after that. When you're always kind of like I'm, I I don't feel like I could do everything that I could be doing. Like yeah. like maybe like the little riffage that you're gonna yeah. see going on. It's yeah, just yeah. a lot more playing technical. chords a little more. And yeah, I, you know it's gonna be because I it's hard to sing and play yeah. all this crazy stuff. But now having him, I mean, this guy can carry a tune. He's got an awesome scream, and then we can just kind of work together. And like Joel mentions all the time, it's really nice to have somebody to harmonize and be able to find that that harmony. And just yeah, it's great. Together. The way that's you guys great. talk about your band, it's like a finely tuned machine. A well-oiled like, machine. I like to think that it is. I like to think that it is. Just like my muscles. <laughs> they talk like they well like each oiled. other. I'm like you guys. We do. We like like each other, each other yeah. so much. <laughs> we're, we're, we finish this song, we just look at each other with disdain. Like, when's this fucking thing going to end? <laughs> No, I love I love Mitch Patton Watson. They're great. <laughs> they're great. That sounded entirely forced. That sounded a little bit forced. <laughs> well, we're stoked to have you guys on the podcast here, and we usually, uh, you know, kind of hang out and drink beer and talk shit. And yeah, I, don't, I don't think we have as much time as we usually have tonight, but uh, we're gonna have a good time with you guys. Um, you guys up on current events? I, I try my best. I don't. I don't have cable or watch the news. Well, here's a current event for and you. I've got a four year old, and if the oh. TV's on, Paw Patrol's Paw Patrol rocking, bud. Fuck it. Yeah, I know. Like having know. kids, just like. I mean, if you want to do the pop up boogie, yeah. we're good to no. go. But <laughs> you don't have kids. Jay doesn't have kids. They don't understand yeah. the struggle that we go through having to listen to this shit. It's horrible. I time. love my daughter. Oh, of course. I love her, but she's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> you have to show her this in like 10 years, man. I've always said, I've always said it. It's what's the difference between a 7-year-old and a mentally retarded adult? Cuz usually they say, "Oh, this this adult or this mentally yeah. retarded adult has the IQ of a 7-year-old." That's right. So really, kids are just Slow adults. That's absolutely and slow true. Slow adults are kids. Absolutely very true. true. Yeah, they're retarded in their development. Yeah, simple but, as that. I know. I, I keep up pretty good though. Like, I mean, I do. I do try to 
get my, as much news into me as possible. You got you to gotta stay current, right? You can't let the world go by and not know what's happening. Oh, so. Christ. Especially, I like, I feel like we've been taking yeah. to, like, local news a lot mm, more. I, I in, agree. Yeah. On our podcast. And I, I yeah. don't know. I feel like. I've noticed that. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. we tried to kind of, even when we first started the podcast, it, it was all centered around, like, this idea that we were going to focus on a lot of municipal issues and local issues. And not just issues, but th- also cool shit going on in the community, was that, right? Was that the original thought? I don't know. It's it's because <laughs> I, I, I think no, I think it was yeah, because it was. we would sit we would sit and like at my place and we'd watch fucking, like like real cool kids <laughs> and watch city council meetings and fucking yell Did at you each say other. Shitty council meetings. Shitty council meetings. Shitty council meetings. Shitty <laughs> shitty council. <laughs> oh, shitty walk. Oh, shitty airline. <laughs> but it kind of blossomed and evolved into this this idea that you know we were gonna. <laughs> We were going to uh, to kind of highlight a lot of cool shit that was going on in the community. So, I mean, I was going to say one local event. You guys got added to Heart of Gold Fest. Yeah. Coming up. Yeah, we're stoked. March 24th to April 1st. 25th. 5th. 25th. Yep. Yeah, and we're actually that playing the, uh, the the opening date. Oh, the sweet. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. It'll nice. be a good time, yeah. And, uh, I mean, Heart of Gold was amazing last year, obviously, John. And, uh, Fuck yeah. The working class guys, uh, they, they know it. <laughs> They're, they're they're assholes, but I mean they put on a good show, and uh, yeah, we're we're really we're we're honored to be be put on. I mean, especially being a new band, yeah. you know what I mean. Obviously, it's uh, it's hard to get on a spot when something big like that's happening, and mm-hmm. the fact that he's uh, he's taken you know, given us a chance to do that, we're we're super grateful. It's yeah, we fun. hadn't played yet, and he added us. So. <laughs> yeah, we got, so we got a lot to prove. We got so, a lot to prove. So, so we may not be playing after tonight. <laughs> it's it's gonna go like shit, and then yeah. everything just fucking goes out the door. Exactly. But yeah, it's, it, it should be cool. We got opening night, and uh, it's gonna be a Saturday, which is nice. And also, um, everybody won't have the time to get to be too tired yet from the the festival. I mean, people will still be stoked at the end of the festival, but we don't. We, we got a pretty prime time spot, I think. Personally. I like the way that things That's are nice. kind of uh, kind of scheduled for this how it's sporadically mm. throughout the week yeah. yeah you know i feel like anybody who's going to be coming out to this it, it kind of gives it a little bit more of a relaxed feel less like one you know uh, yeah. focused i guess and yeah. it maybe yeah. allows for other stuff to go on in between as well so yeah because i missed um both the day shows last year because i just i was fucking done there's just <laughs> no way like i you know you go out on the friday night you're like yeah i'm stoked and then the saturday afternoon it's like two o'clock you wake up and there's a show at three you're like no nah. That's just not fucking happening. <laughs> so then, like, you have to wait till like seven for that night. So I missed the both the day shows. I mean, it, it, it's not a big deal, but it, it is cool that at least the the people who go and like dur- during the week, it's not like everybody's not going to go that hard in the week, anyways. You know, you got to work and stuff. So I don't know. Well, I don't know about McGee. Know, Maybe we, McGee we do we do beer and bullshits for yourself. <laughs> we do beer and bullshits on Tuesdays Tuesday usually, <laughs> and I uh, sort of stumbled my way up to bed and. <laughs> Lie down. I said, okay, I gotta sleep this off. Wake up well, the next day. And our last one at uh, at Full Beard. I was. Uh, yeah, you're. I was feeling smack. it. Smack. Oh, I was half cut halfway. So thank God I was getting a ride. <laughs> I was driving that night, so I, I took it easy. Johnny, but, uh, Johnny took care of you guys, eh? Oh fuck yeah! Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys been there yet? I no. haven't been. I haven't had the what? chance. No. You guys no. got to go. Really? I've tried, I've tried um, Five O'clock Shadow at some of the places mm-hmm. that were carrying mm-hmm. it, but I haven't been able to get into. Uh, to the brewery yet. I gotta say it's nice to see uh, new businesses and actually I gotta, I'll gotta i give props to the working cl- class as well uh, you know when they when they took over they actually changed up the decor they, mm. they made it their own mm-hmm. uh, so I'll you know, give them all props with, you know and the guys at uh, Fullbeard you know like they could have went half ass but they 
they made it look nice. Like it looks, oh, yeah. it's fucking beautiful. It's nice. Man. You wouldn't expect it from most. Like you, if you've seen that building before, so you wouldn't think that's like, like Conrad's video, or? man. No, oh, man, that doesn't look like a chair at all. <laughs> no, no. You, you what was it? It was rent video. Conrad's, Conrad's video, Conrad's bud. video. Yeah, you can't rent the house. You can't. You can't get laser disc anymore there. No. No. It kind of the, the only thing is, is I noticed this after when I was editing the the video uh, to put on YouTube is I, I felt it looked like Walter White's meth lab. <laughs> yeah, just those like big canisters all the, in the back. All the big tanks. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And uh, it, it was uh, yeah, it, we we had a lot of fun there. Oh, yeah. And uh, if if you guys like like strong beer, their IPA is fucking great. Like nice. really really good. Like you were talking about being a beer snob yeah. earlier. I would like. It sounds to me like that would be a beer snobs beer. Awesome! Like it was, it was great. You have to try that out. The Drop Bear IPA. Even their their brown ale was good too. Like. Yeah, yeah. I was a fan of the brown ale. And uh, was, oh, we, did they have the Switcheroo when we were there? No, no. He was talking to us about the Switcheroo. Yeah, have, have you guys heard? You guys What's haven't heard about this? No, okay. this. So the way that he uh, he explained it to us is that they're making like they've got their whatever. Um, uh, their hops that they use for this that, that particular beer and every batch that they make they're going to switch out the hops for another variety yeah. so it's just going to have a different every batch they make will have a different, different kind of flavor okay. yep. uh, profile right so it's uh, yeah I, I'm excited cool. to so it's always going to have the same name but it'll be like the switcheroo ace hops or the switcheroo whatever yeah something okay, like okay. that something like that but uh, they, they have it out now because my sister went and she said she, uh, she tried it and it was good so so they're just like offering like tours like constantly you just go in or do you have well to, like, it's not really a tour you get, you get in they will have and he surprisingly didn't talk about what uh, he does for his he didn't really talk about the process when you go there no. anyways uh you <laughs> secret show, uh you show up uh they will have uh, you, you try a sample of all the beers they have on tap so usually before or so on tap they'll give you a sample of each one then you can uh buy a highball of each one okay like a, a half pint i guess maybe I'm not yeah, sure what's yeah highball is about a half pint yeah yeah so uh you, you have you have as many as you want you buy them just like a regular beer just keep ordering them it's like a bar yeah. yeah and then uh or you can buy a growler and head out uh but they are actually they didn't talk you or show you this or talked about it but uh they do they are developing a meeting room which you both actually rent it okay host a meeting there and they'll have some taps in there with whatever beer you, you select <laughs> and just get it sounds like, sounds like a great wow. meeting oh yeah <laughs> that, i went on the steam whistle tour and you yeah. just get destroyed whatever whatever by the end of it whatever business has their meeting in there wow. like i want to be working for them oh, yeah. so, so like my the, next question is i mean are we getting shares in full beer because i mean we just literally yeah, no just shit, them up <laughs> so well, to hard be fair, they gave us a, they've given us a fair amount of beer now yeah. or not or not given but they johnny pony up boy we've 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 worked out uh, uh they, they've hooked us up with some swag up. they're uh, there you go oh, they're, okay, they're awesome. the only the only beer company that's hooked us up with swag how and many beer, should... beers have we reviewed on this show and nothing <laughs> nothing but a facebook like <laughs> nobody wants to be to associated be, to be fair, with you crumbums to be fair and the free swag we got was and Adam McIver got it. He <laughs> yeah, asked for it. We didn't get anything. So our guest got a free hat. We didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Good for him, eh? Nice guy. So yeah, that's that's another example of like cool people, cool local people doing cool local shit. We've had um Chris and John on the podcast talking about the cool stuff Ugh. that they've been doing. Those guys are the worst. <laughs> Anybody who works for them just must be retarded. <laughs> oh, wait. That sounds about right. Yeah, that's right. That's about right. Yeah, I worked last night. 
So that, that's kind of where where the or, the origins of our podcast. Uh, came We've talked from. about our origins, I think, a few times now. A couple different have podcasts. We? Yeah, and, and it always changes. It. I think yeah, it's like the, the, the legend of beer. It's a different bullshit, origin right? story every time. <laughs> he just changes it to suit his needs. Did <laughs> well, you I figure guess. this out, Boston? Oh, come on, bud. <laughs> you got to bullshit. Man. And we we also used it as a platform to talk shit on like local politicians. Yeah. Okay. No, I think you guys have done a good job with that, though. I mean, you've had Charlie on, which is me. I mean, I love Charlie. He's, oh, he's awesome. He's, he's my favorite. I honestly, I think that that guy. You know what I mean? Even when he when he does wrong, he can do no wrong. You know what I mean? He's such a champion for the northern people. Oh, Christ! I, yeah. I mean, I love him. He's such a good, such a good politician. You know what I mean? You always hear those stories of you know people who I don't trust any politician. They're all crooks and liars and blah blah. You know what I mean? You you can literally shake Charlie Angus's hand and know that there's nothing but you know positivity and actual genuineness is if that's yeah, a word yeah. coming from him right and get ready I believe Saturday he will be announcing I believe in Toronto at uh, one of his uh, old local stomping grounds in Toronto uh, his candidacy I thought he was going to announce for, on our show for the open. for the NDP for leadership leadership yeah he's probably because wow. he Good. when we talk about it on our podcast you know he was in Toronto he had a uh, a homeless shelter or a, and he brought people in all that and uh, so a lot of his that's roots amazing. are there because yeah. so I, I was really really going to vote for Kevin O'Leary to get in <laughs> and but now you have but another now. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, Charlie was great. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 was, he, he was awesome. He's punk to talk rock. To Charlie is punk rock. Well, he is. He I is. don't care what. I, I mean, you and I have had this conversation yeah. before. Charlie is punk rock to the core. And if you don't believe it, check him out. You know what I mean? Just Google Charlie Angus right now after you listen to the podcast, and you know you're going to just be blown away by. Yeah, you got to check guy. out. Uh, have you heard his band? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's so why I heard that's, Franger oh, and hundred uh, percent man, Grievous Angels. That, that was awesome. The first thing that Charlie Angus did when he walked into our basement, he just hands me a CD and he says, and it's like, Check out my Char- demo, bro. Charlie, <laughs> Charlie Angus and the Grievous Angels. And I'm like, that's the fucking coolest thing ever. Didn't, like, didn't shake my hand. Doesn't, like, shakes my hand afterwards, obviously, but just hands me a CD and says, like, this speaks for itself, you know? <laughs> you think you can get us on some shows? <laughs> Only a punk rocker would uh, <laughs> would enjoy that as much. He's, still, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm doing this politician thing on the side, but this is my, <laughs> my real my passion. real passion is punk rock. <laughs> I got this whole you know member of parliament thing to fall back on, just in case. <laughs> Plan B, right? <laughs> but you're absolutely right in saying that you know he's a guy who, at the very least, you know, if he's putting on an act. It's a damn good Oh, one. wow. Is he doing uh, a good job? Because yeah. he, at the very least, makes you feel like you're being heard. Give him and, the Oscar and now. And he gives he a shit, you know? Yeah, no, he's amazing. I mean, um, don't get me wrong. We're, we've got some good politicians out there. There's, you know what I mean? It's a hard job. You know, I've, mm. we, we've, you've, you know, I've talked about this. We've talked politics a few times. And mm-hmm. it's a tough job. It's a thankless job, especially when you're de- dealing with people's money, people's livelihoods right mm-hmm. and you know i i give all of them props no matter what whether they're doing a good job or a bad job it's it's a hard job to mm-hmm. do right so you know you can you can talk crap about them as all you want but we're not the ones doing their the work that they're doing so no exactly you know and i mean don't get me wrong i'm, I'm just as guilty as anybody else who's oh what, what the hell kind of idiot move was that you know what i mean i've said a lot of stupid stuff about politicians 
mostly local in our municipal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean? That for the most part, like I said, I, I always try to take a step back after I say something stupid like that and realize it's a hard job for Fuck them it. to do. Well, you didn't like the heated steps? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the heated steps at City Hall. I still, I still don't get. Have you seen? Like the, there was a guy. There was a guy who meme? made a post at one point. Yeah, because there was like a cone on one side, and he wrote, um, "The question here is whether or not to go shovel the steps." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're, we're Un- waiting. Unknown for when it'll reopen. reopen. Okay, you know, like <laughs> unknown when it'll be reopened. I think it was a dig on like Algonquin always yeah, being yeah. closed as well at the same the, time. The one thing about uh, the the city that I will say is that that's the one workplace that that really gets gets the scrutiny. Everybody like I. Anybody can sit there and point to the fucked up shit that goes on in their own workplace. Joel, I'm sure even sitting here in the working class, you can sit here and talk about all the fucked up shit goes on in here, right? Yeah, while your boss puts a beer away <laughs> behind you. Nothing bad ever happens here at all. I mean, He's giving the, us a stare down. Not on my watch. The patrons, maybe, sometimes are <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. No, but just like stuff that you, you, you think about, it goes through your head and you go like, oh, fuck, I'm not, I don't think that would have been a great idea. But... Uh, uh, what, are we, what are we saying here? Oh, no, okay. Just okay. Him. Oh, okay. Just, he, no, no, he just told me uh, just don't don't talk shit about the working class. That's oh, all. okay, just, yeah, no problem. So keep talking shit about <laughs> keep the, talking shit about the working class. <laughs> In other words, let's just amp it up a little bit, boys. <laughs> actually, we could probably get some more beers here. Yeah, and actually, since uh, that'll be a good segue. Uh, barkeep. Tonight. That's three, Barkeep. I, I'm not done. Jay's going to tell us what we're drinking. Tonight we're drinking Mill Street Brewery or Original Organic Lager. Uh, I believe uh, has been purchased by Molson. I believe. Labatt, my friend. Labatt, sorry, sorry. The other Canadian beer company. All right. Uh, brewed by Mill Street uh, Brew Pub. Uh, this 100% all-natural certified organic lager is Ontario's first organic lager and contains no pesticides. Thank you very much. Insecticides. Herbicides or chemical fertilizers. Yum. Mm. Uh, brewed <laughs> Yum. with imported malts, hops. Uh, this 4.2 European-style Pilsner offers a light, crisp, and refreshing flavor with a clean finish. It is well, 4.2. Uh, very low. Uh, I'm looking for bitterness because there's no real bitterness on this one, but I can't find the stat on it. Anyway, it's not very high. No, uh, no not very high at all. <laughs> there we go. There's, no, there's an a, official stat for you. German Pilsner. Mm, I love um, it. I have a question. Are they required to tell you where the hops are from, or the the hops are from, or the, the because or the malts? Because I don't see how imported malts is a selling point. Imported? In, oh, well, it could be imported from Germany. It's like, ooh, <laughs> you, you, from Germany. you know it's not imported from Germany, though, right? Listen, a German pilsner could be well, could be imported from Taiwan, I suppose. Kenya, they anywhere? Make, can, can, they make hops and they is, grow is, hops and are there malts in Kenya? Kenya? I don't. Know. <laughs> Why wouldn't there be? Why wouldn't there be, guys? We were completely exposed last week when we said, you know what, we like to drink beer and talk while we drink beer, but we completely bullshit our way around knowing anything about beer. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, that's, like that's I, the bullshit. Yeah, part. I, exactly. Like I. I I, I tend to know like a little bit just because I've hung out with your cousin and that guy there is a beer fanatic. Well, Jay will know what I'm talking about here um, that we have somebody to introduce you to then if you're a beer expert, right? I'm definitely not a beer expert, <laughs> but you're talking about John, aren't you? No. <laughs> Sorry. Go, go ahead. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you afterwards. No, no. I'm not a beer expert by any means. It's just that I, like, I, I've been around. Like, the dude has been brewing like since he's, 
I don't know, 14. So that that guy there, you know, he's... Oh, man, yeah. And he, mean, he's made some good stuff, too. He makes too. some quality beers. Yeah. Like the yeah. best beer I've ever had was uh, actually his buddy who he taught how to brew. Has oh, it, really? So, yeah. Has he done this he in a bathtub w- yet? <laughs> he's, he's getting there. He's getting there. The old Homer Simpson brew. Yeah. Actually, I, his, I only trust beer that comes from a bathtub. The beer baron. That's the, what beer was. baron yeah. the beer baron. I'll get you, beer baron. No, you won't. Yes, I will. No. The, old, the old toilet swish. I got, uh, I got a funny story about that. Well, um, one time on a, on a drive to Sudbury, in order to pass the long three-hour drive with nothing in between, uh, me and a friend had objectively found out which was the funniest Simpsons episode. And we figured out that the Beer Baron episode was the absolute funniest Simpsons episode. Ooh. Can you can you say Ooh. can you give an alternative? Mm, okay, okay. I I don't know if I'm gonna disagree there. It's a great it's, episode. It's the best. But I I'm really really partial to Mr. Sparkle. Oh, it's <laughs> <super> <laughs> Sparkle. Wash you. <laughs> it's just so weird, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm I'm not like the hugest Simpsons. I love the Simpsons, but I'm not like I, I would never win a Simpsons trivia battle. You know what I mean? I wouldn't go up against your Chensky about it. You know what I mean? Oh, it's fuck. like Chensky. Yeah, I know. He's all right. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. I heard that he was. This is when uh, Punctual Alcoholics were on. Dude, Chenye knows, knows his. He knows his Simpsons. Oh, fuck. I'll like, go head to head with him. Oh, for sure. For sure. He'll just like throw out a reference at you. In the middle of a conversation, and I'm like, "Huh? Yeah, I know. what was that yeah, from?" You, you know, awkward, no you awkwardly he smiling. Yeah, I know but he was the one who uh, didn't uh, like Harrison Ford, was it? No, no, no he wasn't there. No, that was. It was. They had mentioned it that yeah. that he he knew. Like, he was he just would really talk good friends around. with all those guys. Yeah. yeah, that's where you're getting that correlation. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, we can uh, move on to uh, either some, some news and we can bullshit and yell at each other, or we can uh, even do a bit of a game. Let's do it. Oh, let's do it. We doing Rotten Tomatoes? No, we're no. doing... TiVo. TiVo. So I- uh, I'm not sure if you guys know what the, the game is or if you guys I heard. Okay, so what it is, I will, uh, I will de- uh, kind of say the TiVo and or TV guide description of a movie, and then I will... Uh, and then the first person to buzz in, quote unquote, with their name, I uh, guess, to answer what that film is. So we got to say Joel. Yes. Yeah. And then I'm going to say the name. Okay, go okay, ahead. Sweet. And then there'll be, uh, so like, you know, uh, an example will be, uh, trying to think. No points uh, for this one? Joel, Operation <laughs> Dumbo Drop. Uh, very, <laughs> a nuclear, uh, sweet. nuclear radiated uh, lizard wreaks havoc on Tokyo. It'd be oh, okay. Godzilla, you know? So oh, I was going to say Operation Dumbo Drop again. Shit. <laughs> 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 Has anybody actually seen Operation Dumbo Drop? Can we just take a moment and is, just Was Bill Murray in that movie? No, um, no, Dennis Leary? No, Donald Glover. Glover. Donald Glover. No, yes. Glover. Donald Glover was in it. Yeah, okay. Who else How was in it? How old was he? Oh, dude. It was, this is was like shortly after Angels in the Outfield. Do you remember that one? Oh, oh yeah, you're talking about yeah. Danny Glover. Danny. Okay. Sorry, not Donald Glover. <laughs> Donald Glover Sorry, Donald is, Childish uh, Gambino. Sorry, Gambino. no, no. Sorry. Yes, totally mixing those guys up. Okay. Danny oh, Glover. Sorry, Danny Glover. Okay, okay. Yeah. There's the bullshit Danny portion Glover. there. <laughs> I was going to say Donald Glover. I'm pretty sure yeah, Donald Glover Dumbo, was in it. Yeah. Double drop was No, he like, was in it. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's a Ray, Ray Liotta, it's Danny Glover, and Dennis Leary. I was, I was right. Dennis okay. Leary is in it. Dennis Leary's in yeah. Operation Double Drop. Oh, nice. So in this movie movie trivia thing, is there like, there's no, 
um, narrow down any sort of anything. It's just oh, any no, movie no. At oh all. no, 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 Beer. We did um, it with Lindsay, eh? Yeah, we did uh, yeah. Uh, so like sports and hockey. And stuff too? Uh, <laughs> no, no, this will be all kind of A movies. Okay, or, okay. You know, big enough pro- uh, budget ones. All right. <clears throat> Mathematician genius John Forbes Nash Jr. has paranoid psycho. Psycho. <laughs> uh, You're going to have to read this better, Jay. Joel, a beautiful mind. <laughs> you got it. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> 2001. Okay, he disqualified. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Sorry, gotta my get on my A game now. Somebody's fucking good. <laughs> Mathematician, mathematician should have been it. And crazy right away, yeah. or what? Well, he wasn't crazy, but whatever you said, uh, psycho something, psycho something or other. <laughs> yeah. A parolee, orga- uh, a parolee organizes a gang to steal 150 million dollars from a Las Vegas casino. Joel, say- are, oh, Ocean's fuck. Eleven. No, it was actually Ocean's 12. Oh, sorry. Was it 2001, Ocean's 11. It was 11. It was. <laughs> Same story again, just with 12 people. Shit. <laughs> All right. So, it's me and Eric, eh? <laughs> I haven't even said my name yet. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just better forget your names by now. Storm Chasers, finalizing their v- divorce, try to place equipment inside a tornado. Corey. Corey. Twister. Oh. Twister, 1996. Fuck yeah. Bill... Paxton. Not Pullman. I, you were, you were going to go Pullman. I was going to say it. You I were going to go Pullman, Pullman on that Can one. Can I use Rick? Sure. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. It's a little shorter. And you know what? And probably cuts a bit better than Eric. <laughs> Rick. Rick. <laughs> hey, Simpsons. Rick Grimes. Grimey. Yeah, yeah. he, li- he likes it when I call him grimy. <laughs> All right. A 10-year-old whose body ages at four times the usual rate. Joel, Benjamin Button. Fuck. Nope. No. No. Uh, uh, for a normal, no, you're, you're gone now. You're out now. Uh. He's out now. Can you keep going? What I just said. Four I times usual it. rate. Longs for a normal existence. Uh. Oh, Corey. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. Jack. Nineteen ninety-six. Robin Williams. That doesn't count. Not Robin count. Williams. <laughs> I was Hanks. Uh, is it Hanks? Is no, it Hanks it's Robin Williams. Williams. No, Big is Big. Hanks. Hanks. Yeah, yeah. I totally got Whatever. the opposite. Benjamin Button's yeah. the reverse. Yeah. And I did not I, know that movie. Can I get all? half yeah. a point for getting the re- Joel, getting literally the us. opposite of the movie? <laughs> no, we're tied. Corey and I are tied now. Are we? Yeah. yeah. It's two okay. Two two. Oh damn! I guess. All right, Rick. <laughs> get on this. An unwitting man's life is arranged for him. Captured on him. Corey. Yep. The Truman Show. Truman Show, nineteen ninety-eight. How did you get that from that? That's a great movie, but... Captured on I think you've played this game before. An unwitting man. W- w- I think he's reading the screen that's turned right towards him. It's very <laughs> <No>. possible. <laughs> Jay's he's got Dale. an ace up his sleeve. <laughs> Jay's dealing from under the deck. <laughs> a Top Gun pilot keeps up with his rival and recreates Hollywood love scenes with his girlfriend. What? A Top Gun pilot keeps up with his rival and recreates... Hollywood love scenes with his girlfriend. Is it, is it Top Gun? Is that obvious? What? what? And he recreates Hollywood love scenes with his girlfriend. I'm fucking lost. Can you... No, you can't give us a hint, eh? 1991. 91, no, it wouldn't be... I, no. I, I wasn't born. Really? I haven't seen it. Starring Charlie Sheen. 
Joel, hot shots. Oh! Hot uh, shots, 1991. That was way too much Shit. hints. That's good. Way too many hints. You know what? For, oh, yeah. so, for some Huge. reason, I, I was thinking it was one of those parodies. Yeah, yeah. I should probably speak into the mic here. <laughs> <laughs> no. You think this is my Spe- first... Speaking into your beer first, counts. First podcast. In 2035, a Chicago homicide detective tracks a sophisticated robot accused of murdering a visionary scientist. Corey. I, Robot. 2004. All right. So, guys. It's getting competitive. It's 4-3. No, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, 4-3 and... uh, Wait, what do I have? Uh, (laughs) That's a big fat (laughs) goose egg, pal. Doesn't even say his score. All right, sec. next one. Sec. Let's not say anything. Let's let's encourage Eric. Yeah, let's let Eric. <laughs> oh my God, get guys. one. Thank you. <laughs> Give me two sacks here, because it's too close. I want to have two more. I want someone to get, have a chance to tie it up and go for a tiebreaker. Like, yeah, I need four more though. This is a movie about. This is a movie about a bus that was speeding through town, <laughs> and, and if it could jump uh, speed <laughs> below fifty. <laughs> And if it's speed, I wouldn't drop have got below that. fifty. <laughs> it would explode. Uh, Operation <laughs> Dumbo Drop. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that movie would be in this game. This is gonna be a huge. Uh, no, they're giving me a chance, man. Any movie that has a parachuting <laughs> right. elephant. <laughs> Best Gold. friends. All right. Best friends. Join the war effort after the Japanese attack USA stationed on a Hawaii island of Pearl Harbor. I was born born on the same date as Pearl Harbor. That's the only reason I think. Oh, well then. (laughs) Give it up for Rick with the gimme. Good job, Rick. I feel good about myself now, boys. I think I'm going to play better tonight. Three friends tried to recapture the fun of their college years by starting their own off-campus fraternity. Corey. Joel. Old school. Old school on three. And McGee takes it. Oh. Thank you. Five, three, it's not fair, four. Man. You're like the host. I, and I, I had to like rigged, put put my uh, big boy pants on and uh, really start hammering down yeah. on this there. Because I, felt I knew, like you I knew got, there was a pro plane tonight. Yeah, you got you got, you got got spooked on that one. I know. I saw how it went. It's like, Jesus yeah. Christ, a beautiful mind. Yeah. No shit, he's like the beautiful mind of Tebow <laughs> trivia. <laughs> of, of movies. <laughs> We all yeah. know the intimidation was coming from this side of the table. Okay, <laughs> I've literally watched everything, like the most obscure movies. Like I'll, I'll be hanging out with somebody, and we'll do the whole like, okay, let's just find something on Netflix. Let's totally Netflix and chill with the actual. Let's Netflix, like right? Netflix. And it's like, well, you want to watch that? Well, yeah, I just watched it. Or you want to watch it? Yeah, I've seen it. I've literally seen everything. I'll watch. Stu- <laughs> I've watched so much stuff that I have to watch all the crappy movies, stuff. Yeah. That it's like I have no choice. Does your daughter watch the same thing over and over again? Oh, dude, my daughter, like, it's not so bad with the shows. I can get through the Netflix, the kids' shows, no problem. It's the YouTube videos that just, she'll sit there for hours watching kids open toys. It's a thing now, eh? It's the worst. Ryan's Toy Review. I hate this little kid. (laughs) He's the most spoiled little brat. Gets everything. Parents let him get away with murder, basically. And Charlie loves him. Why? Because then she wants all the stuff that he gets. No, no, not even. She just wants to watch Ryan open the damn toys. because she feels as good as he does when he opens it. I I don't know (laughs) what it is, I thought it was great that... 
my kid would watch Netflix, and I'm like, oh man, all no toy commercials, none of that yeah. shit, right? And then he gets on the fucking YouTube, and then yeah. that's all it is. Now he's it, it, what he's been watching lately has been a um, like a video of this sequence thing they do at Disney. Like yeah. somebody filmed the like on the whatever Enchanted Kingdom ca- castle there. Like there's a whole fireworks show and everything, and he just sits there and watches that over and over again. And now, never mind ha- buying the toys, he says, "I want to go to Disney. Oh, nice. <laughs> I want to go see that castle. <laughs> Save your pennies, McGee. All right, bud. Yeah. Ha- has he ever gotten into the YouTube videos where they just open surprise eggs for like literally an hour? Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, I've been there. It's a traumatic experience. It's like, can yeah. I have my phone back? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, she's got her, her own iPad, right? Well, oh. I mean, it's my iPad, yeah, but, it's, yeah, yeah. but it's her iPad, yeah, it's, right? It's hers. And yeah, it's... Kids commandeer shit. Yeah, it's like, you know, okay, I want to do the dishes, so here's <laughs> your thing. And, you know, and honestly, when I'm doing something around the house, I don't mind that she's sitting there. But it's when I'm done the dishes, then it's like, okay, it's time to, you know, whatever, get washed up for dinner or whatever, right? I, I need her to, okay, let's put the iPad That's away. It's like, you know, I, I literally just stabbed her <laughs> first pet in front of her and she's like no! yeah. you know what for for kids that we weren't giving much credit like we weren't giving them much uh, credit on their cognitive abilities earlier uh i think they're they're pretty smart they got us figured out oh dude, like, dude f- i joke when i say <laughs> my, my kids retarded you know why, she, my kids smarter than heck the it's reason crazy. why is because they're programmable and you programmed them <laughs> It's, and, 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 and we fucked him up, Joe. Listen, no, I robot I'm, over I'm here. Not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Yeah. It's just that's how no, it is. No, right? I know their you, their I know brains are so are yeah. so malleable at that point that if you if you teach them a pattern, oh, now I could have the iPad at this time, and then when I come to take it away, then it's like, well, the last time you let me have it, or like you you do it once, that's it. You You're should be done. like super nanny or something, you know that like. Well, I, I I've been working with kids recently, actually. Oh I, yeah, I, I yeah. Supply teaching supply in school, teacher so over like, here. You realize really quickly that like. First of all, kids don't give a fucking shit about supply teachers. <laughs> and second of all, they're oh, so... Oh, tell just, Peggy Hill that. They're, they're just so used to having to having that same routine all the time. King of the Hill reference. <laughs> nice. That, uh, Dang just, old man. No, it's true. You go it's in true. there, you get stepped on. You're like, no, you can't do that. And they're like, well, the teacher let us do it. And I'm like, did, did they, though? Did they, did they really? And now you're questioning yourself, <laughs> and they exactly. smell the blood. And they just go... And they're like, they're like sharks. They're like sharks. They're like 11, and you're Little, like, okay, so I don't know sharks. if you're actually lying or not. You know, and then you're like, you, you, it's like lunchtime, and you're, you're in the teacher's lounge. You're like, hey, did, did the teacher let, let them do this? They're like, no. You're like, damn it. Damn, I got it wrong this time. Well, I, used to, lo- I used to love <laughs> yeah, Supply exactly. Teacher Day. I love like, it. Like, it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. It's just, that's the thing. You get, like, every, they always try to pull a fast one. Like you said, they're, they're smart, man. They're smart in the sense that, like, oh, it's not the normal person, so we're just going to go in there and say whatever the hell we can try to say to try to make it seem like the teacher lets us do everything. Oh, yeah, and there's no fooling them at 11 years old. Oh, no, for sure. Like... I don't know. I can't, I can't see myself like. I guess the only interaction that I would have with eleven-year-old kids is if I decide to like coach a hockey team or something. Hanging <laughs> but, around the school, Just, you know, not allowed. To, not allowed to do that. You know, or Chuck E. Cheese. cheese. Yeah. Supply teachers. Just kidding. Are like, by the way, <laughs> yeah. you know, supply teachers are like the human equivalent of movie day for school, right? True. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's really what it is. And no, no offense. No oh, offense. No, you didn't take it. No, no. It's glorified babysitting. As, for, very as well. far as, as, <laughs> as <laughs> he says it. He says as it. far as what the kids 
perspective yeah. is you know what i mean like i'm sure like you you want to do a good job you want to teach the kids too but the kids are just like i'm just gonna take it advantage just, of this it, mofo it depends, right? mm-hmm. like sometimes you get into classes where they're great yeah but but i did a uh a pre-k kindergarten recently and um Shit. you have you have a how old's your kid uh, he's going to be four. Okay, May. and she's four. Okay, so they're about yeah. they're about that age. Like they're they're, they're going to go on school soon. Start school in September, um, eh? Yeah. So these 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 kids here basically we can, we can have a good cry right now like, about it, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> so you have one kid. Um, how's that? They, they grow up I have so two. fast. Two, you have two. Okay, you have, two. have two kids. The other one's kind of a little yeah, she's, yeah baby. she's she's young. But anyway, um, I mean, having one kid at that age, like I know Joel, like we try to get a jam session in or a vocal session in, and like. About eighty percent of the time, we're spending with Charlie doing whatever with Charlie because she's there, and yeah. that, that's all it has. To, you have to do. Well, you have twenty four of those kids in the same class. Um, I mean, we had four adults that day, but <laughs> but it doesn't really. They like, got four adults in a class yeah, well, of twenty four kids th- that day. Yes, because there's um, there was two teachers' aides, and there was one that was um, she's an educator because they put pre K and kindergarten together together now. Um, and so when it's nap time, the kindergarten kids don't get nap time. Only the pre-kindergarten kids get nap time, oh, so, so they have to leave with luck. someone. Okay, yeah. so they leave with someone, and then they but but it it makes it weird. Like there's this weird, and then you get there. Like usually, I'm used to like okay, you get there, all right, you got to work to do, do this, you do it, you walk around, you kind of help out. <laughs> For these kids, it was like okay, now you have to read to them, and you're reading to them, and there's one going over there, there's one over <laughs> there, they're like off. they're they're fucking around all the time, <laughs> and it's like you, no, you get here, and then everybody else starts freaking out as soon as you take the attention off the reading, because they're, they're like oh my god, he's not reading anymore. I, I, I guess it's not reading time anymore. So what should we be doing? Now we should be probably playing like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> and you've lost your class. It. <laughs> it just gets out of control. Like oh, I know, man. like uh, there's a few. Uh, you know, a few teachers. Yes, well, uh, a few. A few. Uh, one thing though is like it's it's how it's now in their collective agreements and whatnot. You cannot have more than 21 kids per adult. Yeah, okay. that is an insane, insane thought. It's you have twenty one kids or you have twenty two kids. There are two adults in there being paid. Eight. Yeah, yeah, but okay, but uh, hey, the one thing when I you will grew say up, you had like thirty kids. No, in you class. didn't. I had no, you didn't. Oh, it felt like you had thirty oh, yeah. kids. No, we had. Yeah, 30. but you no, went. We you went to the bad schools. Yeah, the kids. bad schools. So, like, well, we, yeah, we where they had metal sorry. detectors in kindergarten. <laughs> like, we were barbed wire fence. Saint Gerard. That was that was actually prison. Yeah, they just called it school. Ju- ju- <laughs> juvenile <laughs> hall. No, but like no, we had we had easily twenty five or more. Really? Twenty five to thirty all the time. Really? You know, then then how? Okay, so there's one of two things that, that or both things that could have happened. Either teachers are getting shittier or kids are getting shittier. I go I'm gonna kids. say kids are pretty shitty. You know what though? Oddly enough, like teachers college is two years now, so it's it's even harder because then they need two teachers in a class, but like they're hurting so hard for yeah. like supply teachers and stuff. I get called like eight times in a night. And sometimes. I think they have to do more now. Can I like, take it one step further from what you said though? Kids aren't shittier. Parents are shittier. Ah, uh, good point. Kids, yeah, yeah. Kids are parents the same. are making shittier kids. It's because TV yeah. sucks no. now. Because oh. really, TV raised me. Absolutely. And think about it this way, right? Cost of living is astronomical. Look at the the. Cost of renting a place in Timmins. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, you own a home, it's so it's different. Home. Yeah. It's insane. It's expensive. I rent right now. I'm a single father. Um, it's crazy expensive to rent. And unless you've got a really, really good job in town, it's hard, mm-hmm. right? So you think about it. A lot of these parents, even if they're still together, they're working a lot they're more struggling. than they used to. 
and it's long gone are the days of dad's gone to work, mom's home, yeah. and Not as much she's taking care of the kids. Exactly. She's nurturing the kids. They're actually teaching the kids the difference but, between wrong so, and right. So Kids um, are raising themselves nowadays often, oftentimes. You know? the internet. But i got to say, yeah. like, you know, 80% of my friends... Father and mother worked the entire time. Your your parents both yeah, worked parents the entire time. My parents both worked the entire time. Mm-hmm. My dad was in a band. My parents yeah. both were kinsmen, canets. So they you know volunteered on everything. Like yeah. they were never around. Like oh, I'm oh. saying, TV race. Well, I mean, I like say, your, your dad Norris, coached hockey and shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> Chuck Norris, yeah. Delta Force. See, I I agree with you there, but I think I think I'm the the point I'm trying to make more so is my mom worked too as well. My mom was single. I mean, I had a stepdad till. I was about 20 or so then they separated but growing up I had two parents right mm-hmm. so like they both worked and it was I had the same type of upbringing as well but when they were home it was you know what they I mean? actually did they did things with us they, they taught parented. us they parented us I think whereas now it's just they don't there's no care and there's a lot of younger kids you're right Mickey you're a shitty father it's too easy it's too <laughs> yeah. easy that's the thing the internet made things Sometimes. too easy and the reason for that is because I, I was actually teaching at a school not too long ago, and uh, I was walking in the schoolyard. I was doing a, um, I was out at recess watching the kids, and some kid said, "Can I walk with you?" I said, "Yeah, sure, whatever." And you know, kids they like to tell you their life story, so he starts to talk to me, and he says, "I'm really excited for next week because we got the day where we could bring our electronics to school. This kid's in grade one." And I said, what are you going to bring to school? He says, my phone or my iPad. <laughs> that is a problem. There's a reason there. I'm not saying it's a problem for Joel's daughter. I see Joel, Joel with his daughter. He nurtures his relationship with his daughter very well. But the thing is, is saying. that people Especially people when I'm smacking her around. Those, people see those, those iPods, those iPads, those phones as a free distraction, a free yeah. babysitting. Yeah. So what they do is they just give it to them. And what happens a lot of the time is that you mm. see parents – kids asking their parents stuff or just asking questions like that and their parents are doing the same thing they're sitting there on their phones or oh just play with your ipad you know just just just, yeah, just leave play. me alone Le- exactly leave me yeah. nobody has enough time to do anything right and and we see it a lot more to I be think. fair my son asks a lot of ridiculous questions yeah but that's that's the age man that's the age <laughs> just, yeah yeah I'm just, I'm just kidding like sometimes i find myself at like a lot and, and you could probably relate for but sure. I, I find myself at a loss answer. for answers i know like why? Some of the why? things that come why? out of their mouths. Well, why, why is our house there? Or the, the one he's, he asks me all the time is why we have our address. <laughs> like, he'll be like, why is that our number? What's our, the number of our house? I'll say, that's the number of our house. Why is it that? I don't fucking know. Because of a geographical <laughs> position on the, on the road? That's, it doesn't matter what answer you give it. The city gave it to us. There's going to be a why yeah. afterwards. Why did the city yeah. give it to us? You know what the thing is, too, is I think a lot of times, and I mean, maybe not so much for you and I, like, we're in our 30s, you know what I mean? We, we're kind of in that more responsible parent thing, yeah. even though we, you know, we go, yeah. we have a good time, we're, we, you know, we have our, we have our interests that keep us you know you had kids old enough to be responsible a lot of times kids people having kids younger and younger and i'm not talking about the teen mom type in the north but people are having kids younger and they're having kids as basic basically accessories because their Uh, friends have kids so well i gotta have kids so because they got married i gotta get married and like 
things. I've said that of, before, and I yeah. felt like it was overly cynical. No, I think it's true. It, I think it really is true. I think people do that. I think oh. people have kids because it's just because it's, it's what it's the it's thing one to, do. to do. Everybody else is doing yeah, it. You might be right. Like group, I, I know some people who like you, and then they don't their realize life ahead of time and plan. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make sure I have a kid by 25. It's like. Why? Why? Well, well, then, then they don't realize do. the ramifications yeah. of that, and they don't realize. Okay, well, well, you know, Joe Blow and and Cindy Lou are having a kid, so, so we got to. They have a kid, and yeah. it's like there's. It's not just have a yeah. kid and boom, you take care whatever. Of you got. There's a lot you have to yeah. do, and yeah, like you say, when you're tired and you got a lot of going on, yeah, giving the kid the iPad for a couple hours is oh, not fine. really a big so, deal. But when you're really truly not nurturing the kid and teaching the kid and being a parent, really sucks because it happens. My, I'd, my say, question, I'd say a good 50-60% of the time wow. now. My question, what's the difference between giving your child the iPad, like mm-hmm. go in a corner, read this, get yeah. away, than being given, uh, you know, be given the, the pile of, of X-Men comic books, go, get away. Yeah. Huge like, difference. I know one's reading, but hey, the other one has, you know, you're doing dexterity, you're doing hand-eye coordination some of these games. Some of them are learning, mm. or some of them are educational games. I get some that. of them are reading, like some people, some kids yeah. will grab the iPad and... And go find sure. those those comic books on there. So, like, what is the difference between one and the other? Because because reading something, reading a book or reading a comic or something like that, and maybe I'm wrong. This is just my opinion. You have to use your imagination, and your creativity, a lot more to kind of get into the world of that. Com- I'm a, I'm a comic book well, reader. The, the one thing that I'll say about, the, about something like comic books or even books, books. it's you, there's an end to it. There's an end to it, and then you'll, yeah. you'll finish, and yeah. then what? Yeah. You know, you got to go see mom and dad again. Yeah, you know, exactly. there's there's always <clears throat> there's always that forced kind of interaction. If you wanted to, you could give a phone to a kid, and they'll have leave it for them the rest of their life. For yeah. and and leave them alone for a day. Yeah, you know, and as you know, you bring them food, they won't even say. And it, like they'll just be looking at it, and I think it's not—it's not necessarily because that—that's always the excuse, right? It's like, well, it's an educational tool. Well, as long as it's being utilized that way, I'm not saying not that I think that you give parents. your kid the iPad and walk away. I'm just asking no, 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 no. I, I agree with you, and and it's it's true because like what you always hear is is this? Well, you know, they they can play games on it, and this is what's great for it, and they can they can do their uh, dexterity exercises. <laughs> that sounds. I'll give you a dexterity exercise every morning. Every morning. Every morning. But it's this it's this idea that it's going to replace mom, dad, kid yeah. time. Yeah. And if it does, then then you got a problem. And you know, yeah. I've seen it so much, and this is kind of the sad part, is that um, working in classes where it's time to go outside for recess. Now, I've told kids so many times so far. I've only been working since January, but I've told kids so many, especially, so especially many in grade eight. In grade eight, I always tell them, if, they ever, if anybody ever complains about recess, I tell them, look, next year, you're going to get to Terrio or to wherever high school you're going. And you're going to get there. And when there's no recess, you're going to be like, what's happening? I'm not going outside. I'm just staying in class the entire time. What is this? And you're gonna, it's going to suck. You're going to hate it. Um, but then usually in the, in the later grades, they, they don't have a problem. But what, what's kind of the worst is that when you get into the younger grades like grade four and five they have to go outside and they don't like it they're like ah it's so boring outside and i'm like that's the ipad that's 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 what's happening there it's so boring outside it was so much better outside when we were kids road hockey hide and go no what i blame global warming knock knock ginger (laughs) 
Yeah, global warming. What are you talking about? That doesn't exist. It's so, sh- so shitty outside now. Ask the Donald. I got to say, global warming I'll, does not exist. Like, people say, uh, or I have an, a, a reason why I think hockey, younger age hockey, is not at the caliber it once was. And uh, my thing is, look at every schoolyard now. Yep. They do not. Not every schoolyard has an outdoor rink. Before, almost every single yeah. schoolyard had an outdoor play, rink. I used That's to right. play hockey they hardly outside. Have it yet. At road hockey, you Saint You yeah. rarely see it's road too, hockey it's nowadays. Now. They had two rinks. Yep. Uh, Four Mac had now. one. I agree. Uh, every every school had one. Yep. And now you you're hard pressed to find one outside. See, like, I was, we were school. talking about like our kids going to school next year. I feel like it's going to be such a frustrating experience mm. because mm. I feel like they're just not allowed to do as much. And, and I could be wrong about this. Like, I, I feel like I have the perception that kids aren't allowed to do as much shit as we were. We were allowed to do when we were kids, well, right? Well, to be fair, when when they're in pre-K and kindergarten, it's very, very it, – it's changed a lot. Um, I miss it's, running it's with very, scissors. It's very play-based now. So no matter what, they're going to get to do a lot of the things that they get to do at home amidst some learning here and there. It's not going to be like, you know, sit down, get get whipped with a ruler and just learn. Mm-hmm. Um but in terms of like later on, you're right because when you go outside nowadays, they don't do anything. They just stand around. There's no like, and it's, it's there's the jungle gym and whatnot. <laughs> they just stand around. It is the jungle gym and this and that. But like, just, no, just smoking. There's a <laughs> so guys doing? couple people play with balls and stuff. Talk about, about their it. anxiety. <laughs> like a math class next. What do you got? I picked up some booze from my dad's locker. <laughs> you want like, a little? Daddy, I had you last year. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, like, like I said, there's no more hockey outside. There's no more. Yeah. Like you kind of got to, and, and because the state of imagination is declining because of what we have access to, which basically, because it's so entertaining all the time, you don't mm. need to think to watch that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Then they go outside, and what are they going to do? Like, I sure that you got something to play tag. That's cool. That's cool. Mm. Like at least they're doing something. But most everybody else is just like. I know how to fix this. What's I know that? how to fix this. And they are doing it in the great state of Iowa. I'm not sure if you read up on oh. this yet. <laughs> I got to feel this is going to be something uh, funny. No, no. That's uh, oh, true? Now, oh, this is absolutely true. <laughs> One of the, the, the governor, I believe it is, of Iowa is bringing forth a motion, or it might be a senator, a state senator, uh, that there, now, there should be a political test for every uh, higher level educator, uh, higher level educator so like if you want to teach at university or college you have to declare what political party you're affiliated with because there should not be more than a 10 percent gap between republican or democrat as a as educators in a school because you know schools are breeding ground for these lefty <laughs> yeah you know, liberals who are ruining our kids the worst i'll tell you why i have a problem with that and it's not for the reason that you 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 think it's well it's clearly ridiculous because i feel like people are are starting wisely might i add to not adhere to these like political parties they're more issue to issue right? yeah they're more and nonpartisan a, than yeah. before yeah and you don't have to be like just you don't have to call yourself a conservative and and have to adhere to everything on on the conservative party's platform mm-hmm. it's from issue to issue how that's do you feel be, about this how do you feel impossible. about that that's like right. jesus christ you know like there there's no reason why you have to be placed uh, you know pigeonholed if I'm going to use that term pigeon again. Held? Pigeon held? P- pigeon held. I love holding pigeons. <laughs> pigeon hold into a, a political identity for the, for your entire life. You know, so. Yeah. But no, I, I just think that, that was actually on the news yesterday. I was listening to that, and I thought it was uh, 
pretty ridiculous. Well, they of course were, it's so ridiculous. You have a political test. You're you're not allowed to have a, a religious test for any job. You're not allowed to be asked. And, yeah. And you cannot be you know uh, discriminated on. You can't do it for sexuality, mar- sexuality, mar- marital status, all well, that. That's stuff. coming with the Donald. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's coming. Amen. I think it's funny how that that they're implementing something like that, but the what what do they call it the the minute not the minister sorry but the the secretary of education that he appointed is just a crackpot mm-hmm. like she doesn't even have any right oh, she's doing a, her job she's in charge of public schools and never attended or had her children Wait, attend yeah. a public school yeah it's crazy did you, say, did you say the secretary of education has no right to the job well not no right but she's really just like so, you know, how no about suited for so, the job so how yeah. about the donald <laughs> <laughs> hey he, he won born, that's born a bigger fish to fry States. bud born in the united states he's a natural uh, citizen natural immigrant citizen. wife and oh, doesn't matter about wives nothing there's nothing there about wives oh that's or right spouse. women yeah Nothing most, yeah. nothing most about uh, spouses. Uh, just born in the United States and one electoral college. That's all you need. Yeah, you yeah. need nothing Simple else. Yeah, you can have wow. a criminal record as long as you want. You can have whatever you want. There is nothing barring you, which that's the American dream. <laughs> to be president? <laughs> wow. That's such a shitty no, job. It's to though. have the opportunity. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you think about it, it's like, just a joke the, of a job like, now. The, the president makes what? I think it's like 400 grand a year. Like that, eh? He makes 400 grand a year. That's way less than Donald Trump was making. He makes like 400 he, grand just for waking yeah. up. Like, one, you'd want to ask yourself, yeah. like, why the fuck would yeah. anybody want else. that job? First of all, well, hours worked. Okay, hours worked. Like, what, what minimum wage in Ontario right now is eleven forty an hour. Like, how you're you're president of the United States, twenty four hours a day, <laughs> right? So you're working how many hours a week? And well, to be fair, he's <laughs> been he's been in his private club most of the time, and he's played golf X amount of times. Which he said, "I'm never going to do that." Uh, Obama, goddamn Obama, goddamn. And meanwhile, <laughs> he was the worst. He's there the whole time doing it. But but think about it though. Wait, okay, black, okay. black people are allowed theory, to play golf? Some courses. Oh, okay. <laughs> some courses. Tiger Woods. That's everyone. coming as well. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's it must nuts. be nice, obviously, right? And I mean, the thing is, is you you hope. I mean, you look at like Senator Elizabeth Warren, and there's you know Bernie Sanders. There, you you hope that more and more people will come out of the woodwork to kind of like challenge these buffoons. Oh, fuck. But you know what I mean? There's only a f- unfortunately right now. There's only a few of them that are just not letting them get away with stuff. I mean, have you seen? Some of the, the Senate hearings with That's Elizabeth Warren, it's ama- it's glorious. Yeah. Like she just roasts these people, and well, I love it. Some of these people are well. The one is what is it? Secretary of State Rex Tillerson. He was um, Exxon, uh, Exxon CEO yeah. for Exxon Mobil. Oh, fantastic! And uh, no, you didn't know that yeah. massive ties to Russia. Yeah, perfect. A yeah. lot of, well, lot of so. issues Actually, there. Actually, he, he got the, the he, There's an no award conflict of interest of at the all. Fr- friend of the Russian Federation or something like that award. Whatever, He's also a Boy Scout. That. Yeah. Is that an <laughs> award? Is that a real thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The He's friend of the Russian Scout. Federation something, award? Something he like can, that. He right? can tie China. knots. Is that a friend for China? <laughs> the People's Republic, I don't think, are much on giving stuff away. It's fucked up. It makes me glad that... I don't live there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's basically what it does to most Canadians. Yeah. I'm just thinking about the People's Republic of China. Anytime a country has the People's Republic or a Democratic Republic, <laughs> you are not they're, a democracy. They're not the democratic or about the people. <laughs> Is it kind of the equivalent of saying, I have black friends? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, my, my best friend's black. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. After you just dropped the N N bomb with a hard R, right? I'm allowed. Yeah. I have right. friends. I have a black friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, you went. That's oh, right. you went hard yeah. R. What what movie is that from? Or that. Oh. Where he, where he says like, oh, oh, you you went there, right? You hard went hard R. R. Yeah. <laughs> hard R and everything. Yeah, that's recent, actually. <laughs> well, guys, um, I think we're about ready to to wrap this thing up here because uh, I think doors are going to open in about 25 minutes. Yeah, I got to go do stoked? my job. I'm so pumped. I mean, we're we've been working hard to get to this day, and like we're really, really excited to play. That's where the well-oiled machine hopefully, from. Hopefully we from. don't screw up because apparently we're a well-oiled machine, but I think <laughs> there might be some squeaky wheels, but it's okay. We're, we're going to be great. I think it's going to be so much fun. We're playing with some really, really good local bands, Punctual Alcoholics. One really good um, local band. Yeah, LaForge doing an acoustic set. I mean, show up a little later. <laughs> you don't want to catch wanna miss them. Um, yeah, no, it was... I fucking love them. We're... we're <laughs> We're pumped. I mean, it's, you know what I mean? We've, we've been around this scene, right? So it's not like we're playing with anybody new. We're all friends. We're all bros. We've all been kind of around each other for a long time. So I got, we got a lot of, I, I have a lot of like good buddies coming out. I'm really excited just because uh, it's the, because of the first show. I was able to kind of rope a lot of people who usually don't come out. They're like, oh, it's a first, we'll definitely come. We'll yeah. come support you. I won't come so. back again. They'll, they'll exactly. watch and then they'll go yeah. like, that was great. Those songs were good. Do yeah. you have to do so much screaming? This is one thing that I, when we were talking about your music at the starting of the podcast, I was thinking about when, like, when you're describing it, and I'm like, you know what? A whole bunch of people who listen to the podcast aren't like, don't have such a discerning ear when it comes to like, yeah, punk music. Like, so yeah. to them, it's all it's a bit like, oh, it sounds just like Bad Religion. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I thought was kind of funny? That's exactly about that. who we sound like. The, the, Go figure. The ninety-two-one rock thing. That's why I posted that picture of me with the face because because that was so true. Like during that, I felt so like I, I didn't feel bad in any way because we we did do a good job and I found it it was a fun time. I really had a good time doing it, but it was misleading. It really was. Like there's like every part that was screaming in the song, we turned into an epic harmony part in the song acoustics and then all our family and friends were like wow you guys are so good like awesome my nephew is awesome and then like i had like three of my aunts comment which i'm like wait till you hear the real shit yeah. <laughs> oh, my mom you're gonna hate it, <laughs> gonna hate it. <laughs> my sister commented she sent me a text and i know it was like it it, it just felt like it was my mom talking to me because i knew my mom was probably with her watching it and she sent me a text of Oh, you know what? You're such a good screamer, but I really wish you would do more songs like that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay. I mean, don't get me wrong; it was fun. We love it. I mean, I like I like singing. I sing, I sing, sing in church, right? So yeah, so like, I mean, I love singing, but I like intensity. I like. Like aggressiveness, aggressive. Yes. You know what yes. I mean. So there you go. That's what I think. Is yeah, we're pumped. It's going to be a great night, and uh, we're really happy. We're you know. Really, really happy you guys had us on. It was really fun. Yeah, I thought it was uh, something that I've. I mean, I've been listening to the podcast ever since you guys started, and I love it. I enjoy it every time, and I've just been like waiting for that day, <laughs> waiting for the call. Corey's gonna call. Corey's calling. Get us on the Corey it. show. <laughs> Corey featuring Jay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna be honest. Like one of the parts that I like the most is when Jay talks. <laughs> because because you can so, tell he doesn't like much of it. Then so silky <laughs> smooth. He relishes every moment. Like he gets in there and he's like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know um, if um, you know. He just like he gets, and it's just oh, so I, nice. I got the mic. I get to talk. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what Jay's your voice reminds me of? Have you seen the Saturday Night Live skit with Pete Schwetty? The Schwetty balls. balls. Yes. that's what. How <laughs> great your. <laughs> I love that skit. So yeah, every time I hear your voice, I just think of 
Alec, <laughs> Bal- <balls>. Alec Baldwin <laughs> talking <laughs> about sweaty balls. <laughs> I love sweaty balls in my mouth. Well, <laughs> on that note, we're very, very happy to have you guys on. We're really Thanks, stoked guys. to hit this uh, hit the stage tonight. We're gonna have some fun. Um, and uh, I think we're gonna have a pretty pretty packed house too. So uh, let's hope so. Yeah, have some fun. Check out Featherweight on social media. Don't worry about beer and bullshit. Just check us yeah, out. Yeah, don't, don't worry about those guys. Don't check out beer. And bullshit. They don't need any help. So they can check you guys out. You guys are on Facebook and your Bandcamp page. Uh, anywhere else on social media? Working uh, on it. Yeah, we're, we're working on. We're yeah. gonna get an Instagram page. We're gonna get you know all that kind of stuff. We're, we're, we're like we're working on getting our. Tunes let us play on. our first show, Corey. Come on, <laughs> man. Well, we're actually still. We actually are working on getting our tunes on Spotify and iTunes. Nice. And just you know, it's like I mean, we'll be just, everywhere. Just to get out everywhere. And you won't be able to get rid of us. <laughs> we're like we're like a nasty virus. And a, well and a well-oiled machine at the same time. <laughs> All the recipe for a pandemic. We're like AIDS. We don't go away. <laughs> wow. Unless you're Magic Johnson. <laughs> so that said, Jason, do you have anything to take us out on tonight? Oh, I got nothing at all. You Just, got nothing? Uh, wow, well, I didn't really research anything. Well, I can give Come us on. a cheers then. Then give us I'd a cheers. Never, I never play us out. Yeah, give us something. All right, so here's to... The kisses we've snatched, and vice versa. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Let's have a good time.